BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Pass picked off by CJ for Big three. Shot. Yes! And the Cougars take the lead. Top of the key three for TJ Haas. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Ben Bagley. Tonight, Ben Bagley. Tonight, we have a catfight in H-Town as the BYU Cougars travel to the Lone Star State for their first road contest of the season with the Houston Cougars. So it's Cougars versus Cougars tonight. The Blue Cougs, a.k.a. the good guys, head to Houston with a 2-1 and one record after just a day after scratching out a victory on Wednesday against Southern Utah, 68-63 at the Marriott Center, a game that was close than a lot of Cougar fans expected in a game that the Cougars the BYU Cougars scratched out in a victory, and they head to Houston. Houston comes into tonight's contest one and all. Just one, this is only their second game on the season after beating Alabama State eighty four fifty six on Tuesday. The Red Cougars are coached by Kelvin Sampson, who is in his sixth year at Houston. Sampson's team is a mix of, a mixed squad of mostly juniors and underclassmen. They only have one senior on the roster in center, Chris Harris Jr., who comes off the bench. They're starting five, though, a couple of juniors and sophomores leading the way for the Houston Cougars. In their opening game, Houston had five players scoring in double figures with a very even, even scoring effort. In fact, not just an even scoring effort, an even usage percentage from the, uh, the Houston Cougars as each player was right in that 23 to 27% range of usage uh, while on the floor. So it was a nice mixed effort. There's not one quote-unquote superstar, uh, just, just dominant personality on the Houston team. It's a very much a team effort amongst the Houston Houston. Cougars. Mark Sasser came off the bench to lead them in scoring with 14 points, shooting 57% from three. That's kind of impressive. From the from from a way too early look at the impact on BYU's postseason resume, this game could have an impact on that resume. Houston is ranked 28th in the Ken Palm rankings and is the only non-conference game as of right now that is ranked an A, quote-unquote, A-grade game for the BYU Cougars. Now, that's going to change when they get out to Hawaii, depending on what, how the, the Maui Invitational goes. But as of right now, on the Ken Palm rankings, this is the only non-conference A game for the BYU Cougars. So this could be a resume builder come March when the committee looks at the selections. Houston's ranked 22nd ESPN's BPI as well. In other words, a win tonight would be more than likely a quad one win for BYU and look really nice on a postseason resume. Back to the Blue Cougs, senior TJ Haas, like the rest of his team, is learning their roles underneath new head coach Mark Pope. Haas, three games in, is shooting just 27%, 27.3% from three and maybe even a more surprisingly, just 50% from the free throw line. Jason Shepard had a chance to sit down with TJ yesterday, and here's that conversation. Do you like the quick turnaround? You guys play on a Wednesday, and then you get right back at it on a Friday. Do you like that? Yeah, no, it, it, it makes sure that you're 
you know you're ready to go and you're locked in mentally and you're taking care of your body but yeah it's it's fun to play and you, you want to play games so how's the team handled the last day or so after the win over southern utah you get the win which i know you're happy with but there's some things you guys i know we talked about you can still work on what, what's been the focus absolutely you know when you have a short turnaround like this you really have to you know you can enjoy that win for a little bit but then you got to turn around and start preparing for this game and you know, I think our points of emphasis are, are, are very similar every game and that we need to rebound the ball and we need to guard and transition. And especially with this team, they're long and athletic and uh, they really go after those offensive rebounds. So, uh, you know, with our, with our whole team, we're going to have to box out and five guys are going to have to crash the glass. You guys are a different team. They're a different team. You actually had a really good game against them last year. I think at the time it was a season high of 25 when you guys played each other. What do you remember from that game against Houston in Provo? Yeah, I remember, you know, I remember seeing the ball go through the hoop a few times and getting into a little rhythm. Um, but, you know, I also remember this team is, is very athletic and uh, they were very disciplined and they, they played us extremely well. And I expect that to be, you know, very similar again tomorrow night. So it's going to be a lot of fun. This is the first road trip of the season. Do you look forward to that just to kind of maybe almost get it out of the way? How do you view going on the road for the first time this year? Uh, going on the road is, is always super fun. You know, I, I like playing in, in different different arenas and different environments. I think it's um, I think it's a good experience for us. And, uh, you know, this arena is awesome. So it's going to be it's going to be a blast tomorrow night. What's this team like just to hang out with, to be around the guys? How is this team in terms of camaraderie? Because it seems like it's pretty good chemistry. Yeah, no, I think there's great chemistry on this team. And, you know, I feel like uh, there aren't cliques on this team. Everyone gets along with everyone. Um, and, and, you know, I think we just have a lot of fun hanging out together. What's this year mean to you? Uh, as one of the seniors, it's been so long. I, I don't even remember the last time there's been this many seniors on a roster. What, what does this year mean to you as this is your senior year? Yeah, you know, looking back on my, my time here, it, it's gone by extremely fast. And so I'm, I'm really trying to soak in every moment. I recognize that, you know, you don't really get to have these opportunities very often to be on a, a team like this. And so I'm trying to just soak in every moment and enjoy the moment because um, I know it's going to be over pretty quick. So You've been on teams that have the ability to shoot the ball really well. That's certainly the case with this team. How does this team match up with other teams that you've been on where that's been one of the strengths? Yeah, I think this team can can shoot as well as any of the teams we've had. We, we have a lot of guys that um, that can really shoot the ball, and I think a big thing with you know shooting is your confidence, and I think the the guys on this team have have a lot of confidence in shooting the ball and i think that changes everything so you mentioned how houston they're, they're athletic they're one of those teams that likes to pound the glass they're long what else have you guys talked about in terms of this matchup specifically and what it's going to take to get a win here at the fertita center uh you know i think it's just going to take 40 minutes of being locked in and you know i think i think rebounding and transition are, are definitely huge points of emphasis um, and I think if we can just guard on this end, then, um, you know, like you said, we, we have great shooters and we're capable of, you know, scoring in bunches on this team. So if, if we can guard and, and do our take care of our business on, on that end, I think we're going to be okay on the other. This place is all red. And there's going to be a lot of BYU fans. 
BYU fans are going to stick out big time here because th- this entire building is red. It's going to be a pretty cool environment tomorrow, I would imagine. I know. It's, it's, always, it's always super cool uh, as a BYU player to, you know, everywhere we go, with, there's always BYU fans um, wherever we go. So it's going to be fun to see how many people show out tomorrow night. DJ, thanks for the time. Good luck against the Cougars in red. Thank you. Appreciate it. That was Jason Shepard with TJ Haas in our pregame interview. Looking forward to TJ getting comfortable and helping this team. It's an interesting dynamic. We're only three games into this season, the young season, and we're three games into the Mark Pope era. That being said, guys, even seniors like TJ Haas that have been here for a long time in this new system looking to find their place and their role. We're three games in. It's time to start. We'll talk to Mark Durant in just a second about this. When do you think we'll start seeing these guys find their role? TJ Haas just in the first three games. Looks like he's he's searching. He's looking for things. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Jake Toulson coming back to BYU, his first season back as a Cougar, but this is his, he's been under Mark Pope for a couple of years now. Looks much more comfortable out on the floor in this system and under this coaching regime. But one thing's for sure: T.J. Haas, experienced veteran. Very talented, very skilled, and an experienced leader here at BYU. It's not going to take long for TJ to get the, find his role, find his place, and move forward. Now, just, just, as, just as we're talking about that, then the, the, the Yoli Childs factor comes in in nine, nine games into the season, six from now, to see how that all changes at that point. So it'll be a season of change for the BYU Cougars. But tonight's not a night to look for change. Tonight's the night to go out and get a big win in Houston on the road, a quad one win. And if you're not familiar with the quad system for the NCAA, it's now what the selection committee looks at. And a quad one win is this win. If it's a win one through 75 on the road, which this one would be, it'd be a quad one win for your resume come March for BYU Cougars. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives for each three-pointer. BYU Makes Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we'll head to Houston, the Fertitta Center, for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar pregame live. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. After enjoying some chicken fingers earlier this afternoon and with his Diet Coke at his side, Mark joins me now from the Fertitta Center in Houston. Mark, how are you? I'm doing great. It's been a wild time. I tell you what, Greg Rebell, he's an old guy. He gets... You know, drinks prune juice and goes to bed early and takes nap. Jason Shepard is an animal. This has been hard to keep up with him, but I'm trying. Uh, I, I did notice that you had your uh, water as well, courtside. Get, kind of keep hydrated so you can keep up with, with that youngster and Jason Shepard. Yeah, it's not easy. You know, I, I, passed, I passed those days a long time ago. <laughs> Jason, Jason's just getting started. Uh, let's start with this game tonight, Mark. And looking at it, we talked about it in the opening segment. This game has potential to be a resume-building win for BYU if, and it's a big if, they can get the win in Houston. What are your initial thoughts on tonight's matchup? Well, I mean, it's going to be tough. I I can't sugarcoat it. You're going to have to have a special game. You're going to have to shoot the lights out from three, maybe get some confidence going, take the crowd out of it. I mean, we know the formula. 
And I think the three-point shot's the great equalizer in college sports. And if a team can shoot the ball well, which BYU has the ability to do, they can they can be in most games. But again, it's going to be like it has been against the last two games, SUU and SDSU. It's going to be tough to rebound with these guys. Super athletic, super long, and uh, unlike SUU, this team can shoot the three. So that's going to make it more difficult. So I mean, it's it's a tough uphill battle. But like like you were talking about, the upside is is better and you get a win like this that's that's really really nice on your resume and i i think byu's about due for one of these games to be honest with you i can't remember the last couple years where they've gotten a real big win maybe they shouldn't have gotten against uh, one of the better teams in the country of course in conference they've had a chance to do that with gonzaga and st mary's but i i'm having a hard time putting my finger on an out of uh, an out of uh, conference preseason big that would, would equal this win I'm, I'm sure I'm missing one but a- anyway when I played Ben I always like to get a team like this early because uh, this Houston team last year was maybe the best team they've had since Fislam Jamma. you know they were really really good handled BYU quite nicely in the Merritt Center uh, beat them by 14 it wasn't that close and uh, but but they lost. I mean, the good news is none of the guys that killed BYU last year are on this team. And the bad news is they got a bunch of new guys that are really good. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's going to make a much big difference. But, but what I like is all those guys are new. And if I'm going to play a team like this when I played, I wanted to play them early because uh, they, maybe they haven't figured it out. I'm sure we'll talk about what BYU needs to kind of figure themselves out. You're talking to TJ about this, but – these guys are, maybe haven't figured everything out either and could be a little bit more, more vulnerable now than they would be later in the season. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how these two teams, I mean, you talk about those boxes that need to get checked, and BYU and Houston, it checks these boxes. Hey, you got you got three juniors and two sophomores in your starting five, only one senior on the roster for Houston. Unlike some of the other teams BYU has faced and will face, the size differential is not a huge thing here. Now, Houston's a little bit longer than BYU, but in their starting five, you got three guys at 6'5". got a 6'7 and a 6'8 guy. These guys are a little bit bigger physically than the Cougar, BYU Cougars, the Blue Cougs, as I call them. But they're not, they're not massive. There's not a huge size advantage here for Houston over BYU. Can BYU take advantage of that? Because they've struggled in these first three games rebounding in the post and playing a physical brand of basketball against their opponents. I think it will be better for them. I don't think it's going to be like SDSU where they just get dominated on the boards because Houston doesn't have that 6'10", 6'11 guy that can just kind of play tippy-tap to himself and get every rebound. BYU, I think if they have good principles, focus on the blockout, swarm, rebound, probably not going to out-rebound Houston, but they can at least have it be not such a negative for them. But with that said, I mean, they don't really have the height, but I'm telling you, it's – I, I I sit courtside and watch teams warm up. Jason's here with me. And I just think to myself, how can BYU possibly beat this team? Because <laughs> the eye test, I mean, they're just amazing-looking athletes, strong and long, and you're just like, uh, anyway, it's a good thing. And that was it's always been that way, Ben. When I, when I yeah. played, I, I would look down, warming up. I'm looking down there. How are we going to beat these guys? But – but BYU's got some things going for them. Uh, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, Houston's not, well, overly experienced. 
BYU's got a lot of experience, senior experience, so you'd hope that they come in here, they're not intimidated, they're not uh, overwhelmed by the environment, and can come out with confidence and aggression and maybe do some things early. Uh, so it's not like BYU doesn't have a, a, a lot of advantages, but as far as they're going to have to do a much better job than they did the other night of stopping dribble penetration. If they're going to play man, I mean, SUU made them look silly, and they got layup after layup, and just really lucky that SUU can't throw it in the ocean from three because <laughs> if they make just a couple of those, then, then they probably win that game against BYU. So they're going to have to be much better stopping the penetration and then, like we've already talked about, really have a team mentality go and get those rebounds. Well, you talk about catching a team early. Like BYU, the Houston Cougars did a summer tour of Italy. So this team's played a few games together, but this is only their second regular season game after a victory against Alabama State in which they walked over Alabama State. How, do, how does BYU take advantage of only one game for Houston? Well, I think you have to you have to get on them early. You got to get a lead early. You have to have consequences for a team like this because if they get out and hit threes and they're up ten to two, then it's like, oh man, we got it. Let's let it loose, and then it's kind of just kind of jungle ball, rap ball, and let's have fun. But if you get a little bit of a lead, then they're like, oh, uh oh, maybe this maybe this team can get us. And then all of a sudden, every shot they're shooting, they're thinking. This is an important shot because we're down. Uh, rather than let's just go, man. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's open it up. And so I, I think that's important. A lot of times in these games, you'll find BYU get down early because the teams they just start rolling, and then and then they can and BYU panics a little bit, and then they use their athleticism to really uh, just kind of mow over BYU. So you know when I would play games, for instance, like the Pit or. Uh, uh, the uh, in Wyoming or the Spectrum, it was always really important to come out aggressive early, get a little bit of a lead, put some thoughts in their mind like it's going to be a tough night for them, take the crowd out of it. Otherwise, man, if they get a couple dunks and this crowd's going nuts and you get a 10-point lead in the first five minutes, it's 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 a bad formula for BYU. I've seen it many times. I want to get your keys to the game here in just one second. One question before that. Three games in, what have we learned about the personality and what have we learned about this team so far? Well, you know, as you talked about with TJ, I, I still think anytime you get a new coach and a new system, you're going to try and figure out your roles. And you're lucky to have a lot of seniors and experience, but it doesn't mean that they're not going to have a hard time figuring out the roles. Maybe it will be easier than if it was a bunch of young guys. But I, I think TJ is struggling uh, more, I think, because of his knee and his injuries and, and not really being able to practice with these guys for a month or so. So he hasn't been able to develop that chemistry and see exactly where he fits in. Alex Barcelo didn't know he was going to be able to play and wasn't really practicing with that starting team for a long time. So you do have to find your roles, and I think BYU has struggled in half-court offense trying to uh, you know, it gets a little, Coach Pope calls it, gets a little sticky sometimes. Yeah. Guys trying to do too much. Uh, you need you need that ball movement. You need to, you know, get in the paint, kick it to the corner, then you get the defense on their heels, go around the horn with it, and then you've got an open three. That's where BYU could really, really be good. So, uh, I mean, it, it it's a work in progress for BYU. I think TJ is a guy that can really, I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't done anything really, and shooting 50 percent from the free throw line i mean that that dude could shoot left-handed blindfold and make 50 percent of his free throws so 
he, he, he had 25 last year against Houston. He should feel confident. And maybe this is the game where he kind of plays like he should, and that will really help uh, BYU and, and Jake and the other guys that need his scoring on the floor. All right, Mark, we'll get you out of here on this. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, Volkswagen, or- Orem proudly presents the keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game? Well, I think, uh, I mean, it's it's a broken record, but more more importantly than anything tonight, BYU has to shoot the well from the threes. They, I mean, it's got to come from the three-point line. you got to shoot almost 45%, I think, to have any hope. That's a big number for BYU for anybody, but... If you're going to win, you got to shoot the threes and then just make it reasonable. Be within shouting distance on the boards. I think if they can do that, they'll be in this game. There you go. There's there's Mark Durant's keys to the game, brought to you by Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen in Aura. Mark, thanks so much. We'll get back to you and Jason Courtside coming up in just a moment. Thanks, Ben. Always nice to talk to you when I'm not running through traffic and uh, <laughs> you know, trying to get to the game. So yes, in, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's good to have you just relaxed and chill on the court side. <laughs> All right, man. See you. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores in college hoops. And also, the things go, there's a lot of things going on this weekend on the campus of BYU. We'll get you up to down that as well. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the Houston Cougars live from the Fertitta Center in Houston, Texas. We'll get you back down there to the Lone Star State with Jason Shepard and Mark Durant in just a minute. But first, let's look at the College Hoops scoreboard tonight. Only one other WCC game happening tonight in BYU, and it would be the top 25-ranked Gonzaga Bulldogs, eight-ranked in the nation. They'll face Texas A&M. They'll tip off here at the top of the hour as well. Other games in the top 25 to pay attention to. Second-ranked Duke is up 51-40 to on Georgia State. That game's got about 13 minutes left in the second half. As you scroll down the top 25 scoreboard, number five, fifth-ranked Kansas is up 26-4 early in the first half over Monmouth. This number six, North Carolina will take on Gardner-Webb later tonight. And Utah State, 17th in the country, they take on and host North Carolina AT&T later tonight. Lots of stuff going on on campus here at BYU. The fourth-ranked women's soccer team hosts Boise State in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. The Cougars are undefeated in the season at 18-0-1. And look to keep that record spotless against the Mount West Conference champions, Boise State Broncos, who come into tonight's match with an 18-4 record. The Cougars were awarded for their efforts this season with multiple WCC postseason awards this week. Coach Jennifer Rockwood was named the, the WCC Coach of the Year. Michaela Coolahan, the Conference Player of the Year. Coolahan, Elise Flake, and Alyssa Jefferson all get first-team honors, while Lizzie Braby and Rachel Bingham-Lyman are named to the second team. That game's ongoing right now. About 17 minutes into the match, and BYU and Boise State tied at nil apiece. 0-0 in the first half of that game. BYU's pressing currently in Boise territory. The 10th-ranked women's volleyball team faces 24th-ranked San Diego St- San Diego Toreros in Southern California tonight. The winner of that match will take control first place in the WCC. And tomorrow is senior day for BYU football as they host FCS foe Idaho State. BYU will honor 19 seniors in the final home, ma- home game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 
uh, prior to tomorrow's game, including Diane Gunwalakuleva, Hifo, Moroni, Lalulu, Pututau, Austin Kofensis, JJ Nwigwi, and Micah Simon. Pre-game coverage begins at 11 a.m. Mountain, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on BYU Radio with myself and Riley Nelson. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Fertitta Center in Houston, Texas for the Cougar Pre-Game Coaches Show with Jason Shepard. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pre-Game Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pre-Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now, let's head back to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join Jason Shepard. Good evening, basketball fans. Welcome courtside at the Fertitta Center in Houston, Texas, where tonight the BYU Cougars hit the road for the first time this season to face the Houston Cougars. I'm Jason Shepard, and this is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. I'm joined by my broadcast partner, former BYU basketball superstar, Mark Durant. He's waving. It's radio, so nobody can see that, but just know he's waving. He's got a lot of fans here. They're already asking for autographs. Mark, BYU picked up a win on Wednesday over Southern Utah, which puts the Cougars overall at 2-1. and one. Things looked a bit dicey as SUU took a second-half lead, but in what can only be described as grinding it out, BYU pulled back ahead to stay thanks to Jake Toulson's massive three-point shot. Toulson led the team in scoring with 22 points. Now, while the T-Birds are a good team, they are not Houston. The Cougars in red are a team receiving votes in the preseason polls. I believe Ken Palm has them ranked 28th overall. They're favored to win the American, and they beat BYU in Provo last year by 14. Houston went to the Sweet 16 before being eliminated in the NCAA tournament. This is a very good team. Despite losing four of its best players, this is a great opportunity for BYU to pick up a big non-conference win that will look very good at the end of the season. Jason, be a huge win for BYU, and, uh, you know, you, you talk about resume builders, and BYU has not done a good job in the past few years getting those wins, and so then they're scrambling to do well in conference or scrambling to win the conference tournament. That certainly hasn't worked out for them either. So this is, that, that's kind of the, one of the main reasons I was so frustrated with the Violi Childs decision, not was, aside from the ridiculousness of it on its face, was, that I knew BYU would have these kind of games. And with Yoli, boy, you get really got a good chance. And without him, you're really struggling. You're going to have to do something special without him. Add Gavin to that mix. And, you know, you, you, you think you maybe get some of these. Then you go to Maui. That Man, how nice would it be to have Yoli there? But you don't have him, so you've got to find a way to get it done. But this will be a real challenge. The one bright spot for BYU is those, like you said, those guys that really took it to BYU last year are, are pretty much gone. Now they have really good players coming back in, but we don't know, you know if the same problems that BYU had then are going to be a problem tonight. That's Mark Durant coming up next. My pregame conversation with the head coach of the BYU Cougars, Mark Pope, as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. 
Welcome back to Houston tonight. The BYU Cougars in blue facing the Houston Cougars in red. It's time to hear from the head coach of the Cougars. That would be the BYU Cougars. This is going to get very, very confusing tonight. Mark Pope, I talked with coach after shoot around today and asked him how he would evaluate his team at 2-1 and one, heading out on their first road trip of the year. This group is super fun, man. Uh, we got so much growth in us. Um, we don't have a, we don't have a lot of um, we don't have a huge margin for error right now, but we still have huge room for growth. I know that those usually don't go hand in hand, but we do, and this is going to be a massive challenge for us, and we're super excited about it. Can't wait to tip it off tonight. What excites you most about what you've seen from this team to start the year? Well, I like our I like our locker room dynamics. And that might sound like soft skills, but it's one of the most important things you have when you when you evaluate a team. Like in the locker room, we're great. These guys are tight. They're fighting for each other. They're competing together. They want. They don't want to let each other down. And when you have those characteristics in a team, you have a chance to probably you know um, explore every nook and cranny of growth and, and, and try and get there. And so so that's probably been the best part of what I've seen so far. Obviously. Not every shot's going to go down, but from what you've seen, do you like how the guys are running the system? Are they in the, the right spots, getting the shots that you want? Yeah, so I think we're we're certainly ahead of ourselves. We're ahead, we're farther along defensively than we are offensively by design. I mean, that's what we spent our whole summer doing. Um, and we'll have moments where we fall into exactly how we want to feel offensively, but it's probably a pretty low percentage of the time right now, so we have huge growth to make there in terms of the guys understanding each other and understanding me and understanding what this game is teaching us. And, um, so, so I think we got a ton of growth to do there. You mentioned defensively and maybe being a little bit further ahead. How, how would you evaluate the defense as a whole right now? Well, I think we've been solid with our shell principles. I think we've been pretty solid. Uh, obviously, there's been some, some breakdowns from time to time, but I think we have a pretty core idea of who we want to be at the end of the day. Um, you know, clearly, uh, the, you know, we've talked about this every day. The glass is a challenge for us right now. So that's, that's you know, we're, we've got out-rebounded here consecutive games now, and we have to find a way to ring the bell there and answer that. And we'll work, the guys are working really hard to do that. Um, so, so that's a big deal. But I think in terms of, you know, transition defense, we've been excellent. Uh, so, you know, those, those kind of the core building blocks. And, and even if we haven't executed well, I think we know exactly who we want to be at the end of the day defensively. Outside of obviously going to Italy, this is this is the first time you guys are traveling in season. What do you hope to see in the first game away from Provo? Well, I'm just excited. I, I think I know how these guys respond. They're going to fight, right? It's a sold out gym tonight, so it's going to be awesome. It's a it's a historic program. I mean, you know, Coach Rose Banner is still hanging up here on the wall that Final Four in 1983, and they they went to three straight, and so. Um, you know, you just, I think, I think when you're playing the season, you want to go play against the best teams and the toughest venues you can, and this, is, this ranks right up there with them. So that's, it's, it's going to be great. Houston lost quite a few of their players, but as we know from Coach Sampson's team, they, they get talent back in. What's the scouting report on these guys? One thing I certainly noticed was they got big guards. Yeah, they're, they're, they're point guards, 6'5", really long, really, really athletic, really, really gets to the rim. Uh, they're they're just this what they are. They're you know it's all the things you value. They're really really long. They're really really athletic. They really really know who they want to be. They have a very clear picture defensively of who they're trying to be in. And on the offensive end, they got a they got a very clear vision too. Two three and four can really really shoot the ball. Uh, I mean they're, they're two three and four positions uh, starting and off the bench. 
got a point guard off the, coming off the bench who's shooting 60% from the three-point line right now, and he's shooting 7.5 threes a game. Um, so they, they can really shoot it. It's a good team. Coach Amps is a big-time, big-time coach. He's one of the best coaches there is in college basketball. So you know he's going to put together a great roster, and it's going to be really, really competitive. Did I see that, that he was one of the first to recruit you? You guys have a long-standing relationship. Yeah, yeah. so he was the first coach to offer me a scholarship and, uh, and recruited me for a long time. I, I knew him when I was in seventh or eighth grade, was going to camps at Washington State every single summer. And, and uh, I have so much respect for him, and and he's just you know he's a, obviously one of the best coaches in basketball, and he's probably a better human being. Like I love him. He's a, he's just a big time human being. Thanks for the time. We'll talk to you after. Okay, thanks. Bro. That's BYU head coach Mark Pope, and that's tonight's Zion's Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow could be complicated with over 50 years experience in Utah. Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar Tip-Off Show, coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside Jason Shepard. Welcome back inside the Fertitta Center in Houston, Texas. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jason Shepard and Mark Durant with you courtside, getting you ready for BYU and the University of Houston. Obviously, there's a connection with both of these universities and former BYU head coach Dave Rose. Coach Rose actually in the building tonight. I was going back to the media center and saw Coach Rose and his wife Cheryl getting a tour of the new facilities. The Fertitta Center, while the building has been here since the late 60s, it was the Hoppines Pavilion is what it was known when Coach Rose played here. The building has been here, but they put in $60 million last year, completely redid it, and this place seats a little over 7,000. Mark, this is a this is a fantastic venue. This is a, yeah. this is a very... I w- the word I keep using is quaint. That's what it reminds me of. It's small, but yet it seems very adequate for this type of venue. I, I really like it. I think this is a good model for how college basketball arenas should be now. Not overly big. You're able to fill it. you got big, huge video boards on either end. It feels like a big-time environment, but it is a smaller a smaller one. So I think they, do it, they did it just right. And ha- How nice is it to have Dave Rose here? Yeah. I mean, just the fact that he could come here after his health issues. And then be able to come up back. I know he was looking forward to this. A lot of family, a lot of ties to Houston. And uh, so I, I'm really happy to see uh, Dave here. And it'd be nice to see uh, the BYU W here for old Dave Rose. Without question, Houston 1-0. and Getting a little bit later start to the season. They beat Alabama State here at the Fertitta Center on Tuesday, 84-56. And I know Ben brought this up earlier in pregame. Fun fact, both took the offseason trip to Italy. Now, they didn't play each other, but they did face some similar competition. And as we've talked about, Houston is is big, especially at the guard line. They're athletic, 
and, and they can hurt you in the paint and on the perimeter. Mark, the proverbial A game is what it's going to take for BYU tonight. Yeah, BYU's going to have to play really, really good and because these guards for SUU can do as much or more than the SUU guards the other night. BYU had no answer for that athleticism and strength. We did see BYU practicing a little bit of zone in the shoot-around. Maybe that'll be something to, to, to throw in there to try and make Houston at least beat them from the perimeter because it was a layup drill for SUU. But, yeah, obviously it's going to be super tough. But like I said before, the three-point shot in college basketball is the great equalizer. If you can have a team that gets hot from three, you can be in a game. That, that'll be the key for BYU. TJ's got to be good. Jake, Connor. Alex, all down the list, you can't afford to have guys having an off night tonight. Yeah, until BYU gets some size back in Yoli, and and even when Yoli comes back, BYU can do itself a lot of favors by continuing to shoot the ball well, and that's certainly going to be something uh, that it will take tonight to take down this Houston team. Coming up after the break, my conversation with Houston assistant coach Kellen Sampson. As we get you set for BYU and Houston, this is the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Jason Shepard. BYU and Houston coming up in just a little while here from the Fertitta Center. The Houston Cougars, big, athletic. They can hurt you in the paint and on the perimeter. They did lose their top four players, including their top two leading scorers from last season. So nobody actually returning average double figures in scoring last year. And after one game, Houston is actually led in scoring by freshman guard Marcus Sasser. He had 14 on Tuesday night. He's not in the starting lineup, but certainly uh, a pretty uh, prolific freshman. He will see plenty of time tonight. Uh, they will definitely uh, use their athleticism in every game they play. I think you were talking with Ben about the passing the eye test. This just looks like a super athletic team, and uh, this is what this is the type of team that Kelvin Sampson recruits, gets into this program. Coach Sampson in his sixth season here in Houston. His son Kellen has also been on the staff as an assistant coach for six years. Kellen was kind enough to take a few minutes before tonight's tip to talk about the matchup. Here's my conversation with Kellen Sampson. I believe when we did this interview in Provo, I asked you a weather-related question. I'm going to start the interview off with another weather-related question. We were really hoping you were going to bring us a little warm weather down here, and it was like 40 degrees and raining yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I'm blaming you guys. Uh, here in Houston, Texas, in the uh, middle of November, we're, we're supposed to still be in a little bit of a mild uh, he, this is actually supposed to be the nice time of year, maybe 70, 75, so I'm blaming, I'm blaming BYU. What are your thoughts on this season? You guys have played an exhibition game. You've played one regular season game. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts heading into this year? You know, obviously we, we had a great year last year, um, and we were led by a bunch of older, experienced guys, and, and it was a heck of a journey. And so starting new this year, we got four out of five are brand-new starters, um, and while they're not unfamiliar to us in a lot of ways, they, they were big pieces to what we did last year, they're in brand new roles. So, um, you know, the, the, the short answer is we're, we're trying to figure out kind of what we got as much as anybody else is. And so uh, they're great kids. They work hard, um, and, and we're, we're excited about them, but we're also anxious to see them get thrown into the fire a little bit. How are they handling the new roles? 
Uh, you know, I think they had such we had such great leadership last year. You know, Galen Robinson, Armani Brooks, Corey Davis, Breon Brady. Um, such such an awesome example for them every day. And so uh, they they've seen the blueprint. They see how it can work. Um, and they're buying into being leaders. Um, you know, they just kind of got to get into the mix and get some bullet shot at them, and let's see how we uh, let's see how we handle when adversity hits. BYU uh, went to Italy in the offseason. You guys did the yeah. same thing. BYU's talked about how much that helped in terms of team camaraderie. I would imagine in your situation with a, a lot of new guys in new roles, yep. that probably was a benefit to you as well. Uh, absolutely. Anytime you get a chance to, to go abroad and, and, and spend some time with each other in a brand new environment for everyone. That's the thing about a foreign trip. Nobody's comfortable. Everybody's outside of their uh, comfort zone for the first time. And so you're, you're experiencing new things and seeing new things together and uh, we had a lot of um, uh, great bonding moments, team camaraderie moments. You know, it sounds like, uh, same with BYU, we had a couple close games that uh, maybe didn't play as well and, and had to find each other um, uh, amongst some adversity for the first time, which was great. And so uh, we're, we're, we were really thankful that we were able to go and that our uh, uh, Houston administration allowed us to go. This is the return trip. In a two-game series, as we talked about, you guys were in Provo last year. You won by 14. What else do you remember about that game? Uh, you know, one of the things for, for us, I think that was a breakthrough moment for us. Um, you know, if you ask anybody on our staff, that was the first time that maybe we thought that we could have a special year. Um, you know, to go into a, such an awesome venue and such a storied program with such great tradition and history and, and uh, our guys to respond in that sort of environment um, was the first time maybe we pulled back the cover of, of Oz and said, yeah, you know what, we may have something here. So uh, I'll, I'll remember that game and that trip as the moment that, that was our breakthrough moment. BYU is a different team coming in this year, different coaching staff. What do you see out of the uh, the Cougars in blue this year? Yeah, anytime that you've got a lineup that features you know, T.J. Hawes, uh, Jake Toulson, uh, Alex Barcello, you're going to have a chance to be pretty good. You know, those, those three guards are as good as, as any threesome uh, that we'll see in our league. That, that's for sure. Um, I can't get over how much better uh, Dalton Nixon has improved and it looks like he's stretched his game and, and, and really, really uh, uh, improved this offseason. So see a lot of great, you know, when, when, when Childs gets to get thrown into the mix, um, it's going to be an awesome year in Provo. BYU thus far, because of a lack of size, has struggled rebounding. Where do you feel you guys are at in terms of that being a strength for you? You know, any team that, that um, uh, Coach, Coach Sampson's going to coach is going to be pretty good at rebounding. You know, it's such a, an emphasis for us, um, and that's an emphasis for us starting the very first day of summer school. Uh, we're not, we don't spend a whole lot of time, individual workouts, or working on shooting. Uh, we work on getting uh, ten fingers on that backboard and rebounding the basketball. And so, um, you know, we're never satisfied is the long story with that deal. We, we, we always... Um, are searching for, for more rebounders. We're always searching for more effort and searching for opportunities to go get second shots. This is your second year in, in this building after it was redone. Walking around, this place is this is phenomenal. This is a great venue. Just so unbelievably blessed that uh, our administration supported um, men's basketball enough to provide a venue like this. It's the right size. It's the right uh, capacity uh, for an unbelievable college basketball atmosphere. Um, they did a lot of things just right, you know, with where our students sit right here on the floor um, to a low roof, an intimate setting. Um, 
and uh, it, it fits our fan base. It fits our program, and uh, we're, we're tickled to death to call this home. What kind of matchup do you expect tonight? What kind of environment do you expect for the Cougars versus the Cougars? I, I think it'll be a terrific crowd. You know, it's homecoming week for us in football, um, and, and so we've got a lot of uh, uh, energy and a lot of juice on campus. Um, you know, this game is, is part of the festivities in a lot of ways, so I think we'll have a, a pretty decent student turnout. Um, and it's going to be two really good teams, and I think it's two teams that uh, most assuredly have March aspirations. And, um, you know, I think this is a game that you look up in, in four months, and, and wow, that was, that was two NCAA tournament teams um, got into a, a bare-knuckle brawl. Coach, appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. That is assistant coach of the Houston Cougars, Kellen Sampson. It's time for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Tonight's trivia question is this. Team A has possession of the ball in its front court when a player from Team B deflects a pass in the direction of the back court. The A1 player jumps in the air, controls the loose ball and then lands in the backcourt is that a legal play the answer coming up next as the cougar tip-off show continues on the new skin byu sports network welcome back to the cougar tip-off show let's rejoin jason shepherd BYU in Houston, straight ahead. Time for the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mine. The question is, Team A has possession of the ball in its front court when a player from Team B deflects a pass in the direction of the back court. The A1 player jumps in the air, controls the loose ball, and then lands in the back court. Is that a legal play? The answer, this is not a backcourt violation even though A1 touched the ball before it had gained backcourt status, that is a legal play. Time for a final break as we'll wrap up the Cougar tip-off show next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 